You just catfished me. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non, non- crimes. <laughs> I tried to get the lower harmony on that one. How's it going, Man- Griff? Oh, wait, hold on. My name is Griff. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hello, I am Kira. It's going great, Kira. Thanks for asking. I'm trying to think of what's new in my life. Mm-hmm. I miss you. You were here for a little bit, and now you're back in the big city. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here by myself. Are you by yourself, or have you been finding someone to keep company with? I've been dating a little bit, kind of like easing into it, hanging out with a few people, nothing too serious, which is good. It's kind of feeling things out. But yeah, there's been a few people that have just been receptive to it. I think once my energy switched into that, people have just, maybe also I've just been noticing what I hadn't been noticing before. Mm. This is a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> I just made me think of Beauty and the Beast where she's like, where she's like, there might be something there that wasn't there before. Oh, yes. Am I Belle or am I the Beast? Let's be real. You know, I think you have big... <laughs> I think you have um, uh, Candelabra Man energy. Oh, no. <laughs> and I would say I'm LeFou. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> be our guest. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right, I, ac- <laughs> I accept that answer, uh, but let's quickly move past it. <laughs> How are uh, you? Have you been dating? Hmm. You know, I have. <laughs> For, and it seems to be going very well. So far, so good. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm like the opposite. Alex and I are at that point where it's like, when you you were like, oh, I guess we haven't gone on a date in three months. Mm. Um, and then you do, and it's so nice. I bet that's nice. Uh, wait, Al, well, Alex was here with you when you were in LA, which is nice to see both of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, is he is he back in New York now with you? Yeah, he's back in New York, and now I'm upstate, but he'll be here soon. My God, so- such global, such global people you are. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for today's crime? I am. You're presenting to me. I am excited. It's been a second, and I can't wait to get back into petty crimes court. Yay. Cool. I am excited to get back into Petty Crimes Court, and you are presenting to me today. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, today's crime I like a lot. When it came to our inbox, I quickly moved it over to my inbox, and I've been hiding it from Griff, and I'm very excited to present it. Uh, The lack of trust. <laughs> no, no, I'm excited to hear. It just keeps things fresh, you yes. know. Not the we, lack we... of trust, the insistence on secrecy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we share, we have uh shared custody over our inbox, and it's mm-hmm. just let's keep it, let's keep things fresh. I like this. Yeah. We move our kids around from household to household sometimes, but sometimes we put a kid in our inbox and they stay there. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very weird relationship. <laughs> also, we have so many kids that we've never talked to before. We gotta open these emails. <laughs> yeah. We need to use protection. (laughs) Woo! Okay. Hello, Kira and Griff. I am an avid listener to your podcast and decided to send you a first date story I'm well known for telling my friends. In my early Mm 20s, we all got one of those. She has friends. (laughs) 
<laughs> Slam. Uh, in my early 20s, ugh, I just realized that I have early 20s stories now. I moved to the <laughs> West Coast. <laughs> so I think we can infer that our protagonist is in her late 20s. <laughs> Got it. Or early 30s. Could be. <laughs> yeah, really any decade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I moved to the West Coast. I moved there because I got into a master's program. Mm, I wonder mm. in what? We'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a part of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I thought moving and discovering a new town would be fun. I had also gotten out of an emotional long distance relationship in parentheses continents away, but that's a different story. Oof, that is long distance. Mm-hmm. And that's all we hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> she she just gives us a little bait and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not the story that we're telling today. <laughs> it's not what I promised you. <laughs> and I felt like I needed a new setting. So in a new city and not knowing anyone, I got on the dating apps. I was in a new headspace, exploring a new city, advancing my career, getting a master's, and I'm single and ready to mingle. I was also seeing a therapist, boosting my self-worth and confidence. The new motto in my life was, don't forget to prioritize yourself sometimes. It seems like she's doing the work for that too. Like, it's exhausting. I, I know about that. I think I've, minus the therapy, I've got a similar laundry list, but uh, it, it takes work. Mm, do, absolutely. do you think she's, is she going to mention that she's getting a master's one more time, do you think? <laughs> I think she will, but not nearly as many times as you've told us where you went to college. <laughs> Touche. <A. laughs> so, while on the app, I met with many different men. Mm, spoiler, she's oh. straight. <laughs> oh, we lo I love her still. <laughs> <laughs> and most men were actually really nice. However... Oh. That Surprise. is a spoiler. Yeah. What town are you in, sweetie? We got to move. Send a few of them my way. I will, uh, I'll convert. I'll put the effort in for conversion just to, <laughs> just to get the nice. Oh my God. <laughs> However, a few months in on the dating apps, I went on a date with Frank. Frank was really nice over text, looked mm -hmm. cute in his pictures. He asked me out and I agreed. What do you think might be coming if you had to guess, Griff? I mean, what jumps out is the looked cute in his pictures. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm sure any of our listeners, myself included, who have been on dating apps know that there can be a discrepancy between people's photos and what they'd be looking like in real life. Mm -hmm. A little bit of catfishery. A little, <laughs> a little or a lot of bit of catfishery for sure. Yeah. So that jumps out. Um also, I guess just quickly, people's behavior on socials versus in real life can also be misaligned in that you can be really friendly and polite and all the good things via text or like DMs or dating apps. And then in person, it's just a completely different situation, which I've, uh, I've, I've been the recipient of as well. It's like, oh, your, I don't know, your digital habits don't match up with your in-person habits. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if this is just stating the obvious, but I felt like when you're meeting a guy on the apps, it's like, it's obvious whose turn it is to talk next and whose turn it is to ask the next question. 
And then you, and you're like, oh, I feel like we had a pretty good tete-a-tete. And then you get on a date and it's like the guy's a bulldozer and it's because they forgot the like, oh, it's different when you're looking at those blue boxes. <laughs> that is, that's very true as well. Yeah. So I, I wonder where this is going. It seems like we've, <laughs> we said nothing positive, by the way, this could also just like, <laughs> this could be a match made in heaven, but I don't think she would have written into us if it was. <laughs> <laughs> and the only crime is being too in love. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a really funny April Fool's thing to do. <laughs> we should have. Nope, not today. <laughs> not today. Okay. So Frank asked me out. I agreed. We decided to meet up at a real college bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of a fake one. Mm-hmm. I think she means like a real, like, kind of like a, a real, like, Marianne's. You know what I mean? Oh, recipes. Like a real college yeah. bar. Yep. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess she's getting her master's. She's a grad student. Yeah, okay. Not know. a great first day spot. Uh, I just feel like it can be chaotic. Like, what if you choose a night where undergrads, like, storm the bar and... I don't know. I guess I'd prefer something a little bit more master's and less undergrad-y. But maybe, right. maybe, whatever. Maybe I'm being judgmental. Maybe this bar is for, like, grad students. But she said college bar, so... Well, we'll find yeah. out. Yep. Wow, I'm judgy today. <clears throat> Good. Why yeah. not? <laughs> okay. I arrive at the bar. Don't see him there. It's a small setup of a bar that was probably a house earlier in its life. <laughs> Cute. Cute. I was just, yeah. It's really dead since it was like 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night. Okay. Picked a good time. Yep. For a college bar. <laughs> <laughs> I decide to sit at the bar and text Frank that I am here and sitting at the bar. The bartender comes over, asks if I want something to drink. I order a beer. I wait for Frank. Frank shows up and he kind of looks like he does in his pictures, oh. but but way, way older. Oh, <gasps> older. Been there. Been mm-hmm. there, sweetie, to borrow one of your words. <laughs> <work. laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I definitely have, I've gone on like dates and kind of hookup hookups with guys that are not too much older, but they're in that sweet spot where, and this is so funny. Cause like, I don't, I don't see it this way. I like, I like the maturity, but they get into this place seemingly that they get insecure, you know, talking to someone that is, I'm not even that young, but like is as young as me. And so they think they have to compensate by using older photos. Mm. Um, and so when I get there, it is, it's not like I'm, uh, like dissatisfied by what I'm seeing, but I'm dissatisfied by the fact that it was a little bit manipulative um, or insecure. And yeah, I don't know. I would just like anyone, I would just prefer to see what I'm getting IRL. So yeah, I can to- relate. Totally. But I wonder, I wonder if that would be a deal breaker for her. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we greet each other, and I try to get up from the bar so we can go sit at a table. But Frank sits down at the bar with me. Mm -hmm. For a first date, I prefer face-to-face. So I ask if we could move over to a table. He says the bar is good. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So we stay at the bar. (laughs) Frank orders a beer, and we get on with that first date, awkward, awkward, small talk. Ugh. The pits. I don't, I don't, so I don't drink a ton. I I probably said this before. But I will say on a first date, or even I, t- I took a, man, uh, a meeting with a manager the other day. It was just nice to like 
have a cocktail over that meeting and to just like disarm a little bit and to get into the kind of realness. And so a beer for a first date or like a, a alcoholic beverage, I think is helpful as someone who doesn't drink a lot. Yeah, I think a drink is nice because it's less business mm. than like trying to you're trying to like open up a lobster. And I need to work on that more. Like I can't I like to I'm sure our listeners can attest to this. I like to converse and get to know someone and like figure out how they work. And it's just, it's not always someone else's cup of tea if you do that straight from the get go. I'm so used to being asked those types of questions that I've like, I kind of lead with it. And I, I'm trying to work on like just mm. easing into getting to know someone a little bit better and mm -hmm. not like so quickly being like, so what's your trauma? <laughs> like, you know also to clarify i meant like physical business on the table <laughs> oh great but here i go you. again but thank here you I go again. thank you for sharing that weakness with our listeners <laughs> you just catfished me <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that right, made me okay. laugh that, that was yeah, really you're right. sweet griff you're right kira it is nice to have something to put your hands on while talking <laughs> no i'm saying it's not nice <laughs> <laughs> that a drink is good because it's simple rather than trying to like eat a cheeseburger and be oh. like, ah, it's just <laughs> simpler. It. Totally. Totally. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> are we, are we reading the same book? <laughs> are we, we back? Are. are we back on the same chapter? Yes. Chapter are we on the same page? <laughs> Griff opens up too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute. Sorry. I let Aww. you keep talking. <laughs> no, uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. <clears throat> As the date goes on, Frank relays to me that he had broken up with his ex-girlfriend, Heather, about three months ago. He and Heather had moved in together. They talked about getting married. They adopted a dog together. After about one hour, Frank is ordering his third beer. I'm still on my first. And I see the bartender looking over at us from time to time. Uh. I'm, I make eye contact and I can see in the bartender's eyes that he is highly aware of the awkward situation. Frank is going on and on about his ex, Heather. Apparently, they still live together and they text all the time. Oh my gosh. Frank. 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 Also, this is what I'm talking about. Like now it's a three to one beer ratio. It's like you are, yeah, it's now Im imbalanced. Yeah. Yep. And awkward. Yeah, you got it. Got a vibe. I love that the bartender's clocking it though, because at my work, I we have a lot of repeat dates or people that bring dates there, and it's like we're the sober ones that are kind of the constants there. It's it's we we know how to pick up on those energies and to just like mm -hmm. make sure things are going fine. Oh, bartenders are saints for that. Saints. Hmm. Um. Also, I have to just say that in the sentence, apparently they still live with each other and text all the time. I'm like. Well, the texting seems fine. It's the living together part. <laughs> yeah. Like they, and he said that they broke up three months ago. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I get that. Like, you know, they, maybe it was like, this has been three months. They've been together for like, we'll say four years or something. It's hard mm -hmm. to kind of dissolve something and you need to take your time to find your next place. And uh, we've had an episode where there's been a contract with, with a breakup and, you know, mm -hmm. just get your ducks in an order. My, I get that. My famously like, crankiest episode. Oh my God. I didn't even clock that you were cranky. <laughs> I think we're in the trenches together <laughs> recording. And then, yeah, we saw some of our listeners just be like, 
Ooh, she was spicy. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> this, that's my episode this this time, I guess. Um, yeah, right. Uh, so the situation's fine. We'll talk about this in the verdict, but like, uh, maybe not. Don't lead with it for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not time to date yet if you're still living with your ex. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and I bet his I bet his guy friends are like, no, dude, like, get out there, play the field, like. It's in the rear view. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, he's, he, need, he probably should just keep to himself for a little bit until the time's right. But there's a lot of pressure, man. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So Frank is telling me as he f- orders his fourth beer that, <laughs> <laughs> that he's upset that Heather is bringing guys home. And he wants to prove that he can bring girls home too. Oh my God. I sit silently and I feel the bartender's eyes on us. After about two hours, Frank is finished with his fourth and I'm now halfway through my second. Frank talks about the dog and the joint custody he and Heather have of the dog like it's a child. Oh my God. The compa- I'm still like reeling from the fact that Heather's bringing guys home while they're living together. And now he's like in this competition. This is just, Mm -hmm. this is messy. Messy. I, and I actually, I do feel for Frank and I feel bad about the dog. I like all of that, but it's just, it's too much. Too much. Oh yeah. Not the time to be dating, but alas, we are on a first date. (laughs) But alas, here we are. are. We're two hours in, we're four beers deep and we're unpacking our shit on the bar. At Mary Ann's and in a few hours, drunk college kids will be coming in to make the situation even better. Yay. (laughs) So it's about that time. I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. Yeah. This is where you go to the bathroom and you text your friends for advice, you know? Mm-hmm. It's that oh, scene in God. the movie. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. While in the bathroom, I notice there is a window next to the sink. <gasps> because remember, this bar used to be a house. I'm kind and of houses, picturing houses, houses have, have windows. windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of picturing, I don't know if you've ever been to Rainy Street in Austin. I've never been to Austin. We got to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be very fun. I love Austin. But it's like, um, I mean, it's sort of touristy, but it's mm-hmm. like a, a row of houses converted into bars. Okay. Pretty cool. In the Berkshires, when we used to uh, drive through there, my dad and I, we would stop at a sandwich place that was a converted Victorian house. So that's like Ooh. kind of where my imagination's taking me. It's a bar restaurant that's beautiful. But yeah, it's like you go to the bathroom and you're like, I feel like I'm in my aunt's bathroom. Right. Um, so yeah, they, and they have notoriously, they have windows. And notoriously. <laughs> I'm maybe sensing what's going to happen and I'm gasping inside. Ooh. So <clears throat> I look in the mirror and I tell myself my <laughs> famous motto, don't forget to prioritize yourself. Sometimes oh <laughs> I have given Frank two hours of my time. And I have listened to him talk about Heather and the dog and the living situation and the hookup tournament. And it's obvious (laughs) he doesn't give a damn about me. I raise the blinds on the window and I unlatch the pane. It slides open 
and I see my freedom on the other side. I have all my shit with me, my purse, my phone, everything. I just needed to pay for my two beers. Oh, she wants to still pay for it? Our, our girl, our girl's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I fish out some cash. I leave the bathroom, staying out of Frank's view. I find the bartender on the other side of the U-shaped bar with a wall halfway through. Whoa. I can't picture it, but we'll just believe her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not picturing that. I'm just like, now it's like a Mission Impossible vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. With like a $10 bill in hand. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I gotta give this. <laughs> I make eye contact with my bartender. I leave the cash on a table. The bartender nods, <gasps> understanding. And I run back to the bathroom. <gasps> I climb out what? the window, close it behind me run to my car, and drive home. Whoa. Iconic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic behavior. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Me too. And I mean, is that is that where the story ends? She's in her car. She's on her way home and... Uh... Mm-mm. No, oh, no? Not over. Well, I guess you have to like... Well, you know what? I'll, I'll hold my horses. Okay. <laughs> Frank texts me about an hour later and goes, hey, where are you? An hour later? <laughs> right, because on his end, he's like, don't text her too soon because, you know, don't rush a woman in the bathroom. Right. Let's be, uh, let's now be chivalrous, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. be considerate of her. Okay, so an hour later. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, he said three more beers in that hour. Probably. And that's also mm-hmm. probably why it took him an hour. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I apologize, telling him I had to leave due to an emergency. He texts back, no worries, I had fun. He also asks if I want to go out again. I text back, maybe. (laughs) Maybe, period. (laughs) And I never hear from Frank ever again. Yeah. Oh, my God. (sighs) Cringe. Mm -hmm. Well, you know... Props to both of them for putting themselves out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this story is exactly why I'm scared to be doing this shit because it's like, I just, awkwardness makes my, I just can't handle it. And mm. to be in, and I've been, I mean, one of our Patreon episodes a few months ago, I think January's was me going over for a hookup date and weaseling my way out of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't say that I've never done something like this. Oh, it's just so like, so Ako taco. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. Well, do you think we should just tick through the verdicts here or? I think so. And I mean, I spent longer on the story because I feel like the verdict, if I, if I know my friend Griff and I'm reading his face correctly, I think we know what it is, right? Uh, Well, you know, there's a few, yeah. I mean, there's a few players. There's a few people on, on stand. Okay. The bartender. Work. Yeah, let's get into it. <clears throat> the bartender, which is, is the bartender guilty for bystanding? Uh, no. Right. They, it, was <laughs> it, a, yeah, yeah, you're right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. Like they kept an eye on things. They saw, I mean, he's, it's a he, right? He's literally giving him his seven beers versus her two. So he's making sure that things aren't getting 
you know, just, I don't want to say dangerous, but like, you know, there's a discrepancy here. So let's keep an eye out. Mm. I love, I, I'm just picturing them making eye contact and her putting the money down on the table. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he still got what he was owed and yeah, which, which factors into her ruling too. So yeah, uh, bartender is innocent. Boom. He's literally an innocent bystander. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and then uh, our protagonist, our submitter, Paige. Paige. Forgot about the name. I don't think I ever uh, said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> season two is just a season of forgotten names. We're at a point where it's like, these are anonymous anyway. <laughs> well, there are very few players in this one. so Fair enough. Paige. Okay. Uh I mean, is, is Paige guilty for slipping out of the bathroom window on a first date? I'm going to say not guilty. Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, right, the like high horse verdict would be guilty, right? Go Come back in from your powwow with yourself in the bathroom and be like, hey, man, this is not my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you're ready for this. Uh, you haven't asked any questions about me. Uh, but again, per my Patreon episode in January, easier said than done. It's really hard to be honest with someone like that who's clearly going through something. Yeah. Um, and so I think... I think that was regular season. Season two, episode it? one. Oh my God, you're right. So the world's heard that. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think she's innocent. Like, she did her due diligence of paying the bartender, kind of like thanking him with a look for keeping an eye out. He texted her afterwards. She didn't like follow up with the text, which is maybe what, maybe a little bit of a, I could argue that, but uh, I don't know. I find her innocent, girl. Like, yay. Yeah, I find you innocent. Me too. And I'm sure this conflicts with previous rulings and we don't care. <laughs> yeah. We like Paige. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same page here. Yay. <laughs> okay. And then finally, um, it's time to be frank. <laughs> You're a genius. You're a fucking genius. Is Frank guilty of a petty crime? Oh my God. I find Frank innocent. <gasps> yeah. Shocker. I find Frank innocent. I think if we didn't have the context of I mean, it's annoying that he's kind of spilling his guts on this date. Like maybe not the best. No, not maybe. Definitely not the best time and place to do it. Mm-hmm. He He's just, he's going through something. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I picture someone who doesn't have many people to talk to about this. And he's, mm-hmm. he's doing like what he thinks he needs to do as a man, like who's newly single. And I talk to my buddies about this all the time. It's okay to like get, be in your feels for a chunk of time. Like it's okay to like, rehab yourself into being ready to go to market on dates but there's a lot of pressure to just pick back up and he's probably coming off of the familiar having someone the familiarity with having someone he's he's clearly looking for that so i find him i griff find him innocent uh and i think he's just really confused guilty for the outdated dating profile pictures oh shit Yes, that I will find him guilty for. Thank you for the callback. And I will also find him on a smaller level guilty for having that many drinks versus hers. Like part of dating is like, oh, Kira and I are going out on a, you know, not mm-hmm. even a date, just like let's grab lunch. 
I'm not going to have seven beers if you're only clearly having one or two. I mean, he did only have four. We added the extra three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been known to embellish you. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Guilty on that account. And then, yeah, guilty for the outdated pictures, which I talked about at the mm-hmm. top. Like, just, you know, it's yeah. it's hard to be you in this world and to go out as just yourself. But, like, you got to do it because at the end of the day, you can either be truthful or kind of disappoint someone from the get go. So I find, I find him guilty for that, mm. but innocent for the, he's not getting a, he's not getting a sentencing from me. For just airing his dirty laundry and not listening to her and being a bad, <laughs> he, he's just being a bad date. He's not guilty of a petty crime. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and with that, we say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Happy dating, everyone. Bye. Bye. What's up, everyone? My name is Caleb. I host a variety of shows on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and everywhere. You might know me for saying the words, how much do you pay for rent in whatever (laughs) city you live in? Yeah, I tour people's homes, host shows on social media. Yay. Thanks, Caleb, so much for doing this. We have a special tailored edition of Criminal or Minimal that's a little bit housing forward. So who better to give a little bit of judgment about these questions? Are you ready to get jump into it? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Saying my house when you have a one-bedroom apartment, like, do you want to come over to my house? Criminal or minimal? <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a good question. That's minimal. I think it's minimal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, as, as a city dweller, like no one has a house. So it's like. Yeah, exactly. My house. You know what I mean? It's, I right. mean, where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I, live. where I live. Okay, cool. Next up, painting all the walls in your rented apartment where you only plan to be for one year, criminal or minimal. Uh, I'm also going with uh, minimal. You know, you got to make your space your own, no matter how long you're going to stay there. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I like your leniency. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this one? What is less criminal? Asking to borrow a sweatshirt or asking someone to turn up the heat in their apartment the first time you go over there? Oh, well, less criminal. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the heat. That is less criminal than borrowing a sweatshirt. Than than being like, I need some sweatpants. I need a sweatshirt. Do you have some slippers? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's saying like you can't. You don't even have heat in your apartment, so I have to like you know wear your sweatshirts and your jackets. You know, you can't turn it on. You can't turn it on. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, I don't even think you have heat here. (laughs) Exactly. Perfect. Okay. How about this one? Spending an hour a day on Zillow when you have no intention of buying a home. That's definitely criminal. There's so, <laughs> many, there's so many people that do that in New York too. It's crazy. So many people I know who just like look at street easy, you know? Yeah. So what's making that criminal to you? <laughs> it's just I, it's just daydreaming. You're just daydreaming. I'm like, just go out there and make it reality. Go buy that house, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Here's one for you. Asking random strangers on the street to tell you what they pay for rent in New York City, criminal or minimal? Yeah, I, I would scratch, I would say it's pretty criminal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely criminal. 
to an extent for sure. Good, good. <laughs> I say I say minimal. I'm I'm about it. Okay, thanks. Okay. Just a couple more for you. Your landlord asking for a tip after they come over to your apartment to fix your clogged toilet. Criminal or minimal? Wow. Wow. That's definitely I've never had that happen. That's def- that would be criminal for sure. It'd be funny though. It'd be really funny. It has happened to me a couple different times. The most recent version of this is that our microwave did not work when we moved into our apartment. So they had to bring a new one and install it. But the guy who brought the microwave into the apartment wasn't my property manager. It was like, I guess, a delivery guy. And I didn't know. And he drops off the microwave and then he stands up and he goes, huh, no tip, huh? And I was like, (laughs) oh, no, no, no. And I like ran and got cash. Yeah, that's good. I think delivery drivers do that actually a lot in New York. Yeah, that's that's pretty New York to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, using wide angle shots on your apartment online to make it look bigger so someone will sublet from you. Mm. That's a great question. I'm I'm for it. I'm for doing it. I think you should be educated enough that you know it's a wide angle shot. You know what I'm saying? Because the only wow. way to see the space correctly. It's the only way to show the space correctly. Otherwise, it's like too tight. So you can't really see what it's like. So that it's like lets you see more of it. It lets you see more. You know, it's smaller than what it is, but you can see it all, you know. Okay. All right. So Caleb says, get wise to the wide angle. Yeah. Yeah. Understand what you're looking at. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And then last one here, throwing a party on the communal roof of your apartment building and not inviting a single person who lives in the building. Criminal or minimal? I think it depends on the city that you live in. The current building I'm in, I think it would be criminal not to invite people. Where you're at in LA or New York? I'm in Venice Beach, yeah, California right now. Oh yeah. I would that would not that would not be a vibe. Yeah, I don't think it would fly here. But in New York, you sometimes you don't know your neighbors. So it's like, you know, if they pop in, you're just like, what else? You know? Oh yeah. I somebody threw a party on the communal roof of my building during the World Cup. And it was right before I think maybe Ecuador had like an 8 a.m. game. And I was like, oh, you guys are going to be there till 8 a.m. And they were. They were just up there stomping. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? Sleep. (laughs) It's happened. It's happened. Caleb, thank you so, so much for doing this. Yeah, of course. 